Philippians chapter 4, we've been kind of hitting this in the last few days because I think it's just, it meets us right where we're at. And we know that Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1 says we should take the most earnest heed to those things which we hear less than any time we let them slip. And so, so many times we can let things slip so easily. You know, um, I asked you, I guess I asked a Friday night, I said, how many are actually asking God and believing God for some answers in your life? Can I see your hand? If you're believing God for, I think we all are. You know, and I think sometimes what we have to do is, is we have to go to the word of God. And what does the word of God say? Because God's word is conditional. We know that Luke 638 says, give and it shall be given unto you. Pressed down, shaken together and running over. For the measure that you give out to others, it'll be measured back to you. So that's a, that's a biblical principle right there. Because there's always seed, time and harvest. Seed, time and and harvest. So watch this. The seed, planting a seed is easy. Harvesting is easy. It's the time in between. It is the difficult part. Patience. You know, not digging your seed up by the words of your mouth. Come on, hello somebody. Yeah. So here in Philippians chapter 4, out of the Passion Translation, verse 4 says this. Be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. I will let that sink in just for a second. Be joyful and cheerful in every season of life. If you were to ask yourself the question, what the season you're in right now, are you joyful and are you cheerful? Some of you would say yes. Some of you would say no. All hell's breaking loose in my life. I'm not very joyous and I'm not very cheerful. But the Word of God says for us to be what? Be cheerful with joyous celebration. It's your birthday every day. Amen. Come on now, joyous celebration. I mean, the angels sang when you were born. Praise God. Amen. Be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Let joy overflow, for you are united with the anointed one. Well, the Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. 1 Corinthians 3.16 says, is not your body the temple of the Holy Ghost and God dwells in you? Listen, just because you might get down and depressed doesn't mean the God in you is. Come on, hello somebody. God doesn't get depressed. God never has a bad day. Come on, hello somebody. Yeah, so greater is he. So what is he encouraging? What is Paul encouraging us? Listen, lean on the greater one on the inside of you. Praise God, amen. If you're feeling that depression, you're feeling oppression, you feel like your life is crap, lean on the one who is joyful. Let his joy make you joyful. Come on, hello. Make his joy make you joyful. I don't think Jesus was ever depressed in three and a half years. Amen, pastor. Amen. Amen. He was never depressed. Amen. No, he was never depressed. Ever. As a matter of fact, you know what? I think the disciples even got the joy. Well, how do you know that? Because Jesus said he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Ghost. Come on. Hello, somebody. Yeah, and they only got saved, but they got the joy because you can't separate salvation from joy. Isaiah 12, 3 says, Therefore with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. You cannot separate your salvation from the joy of the Lord. And the joy has a voice. Ecclesiastes says, The voice of joy. There's a verse that actually says, The voice of joy. 
Jesus, <laughs> Jesus and God the Father has never had a depressed day for eternity. Ever. And if the Bible says greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, then we have to lean on the greater one on the inside of us through every season of life. I guess it's about perspective, isn't it? The way we look at things. Let joy overflow for you are united with the anointed one. I want you to think about this a second. You are united with the creator of the universe. God did nothing without and through Jesus. It was through Jesus the worlds were created. It was through Jesus the stars were named. It was through Jesus. And you're united. You have a symbiotic relationship. You're a host of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And I think we ought to get that revelation. If we get that revelation, you'll never have another depressed day ever. Ever. And there wouldn't be a devil in hell that could ever stop you. Amen. You are united with the Holy One, the Anointed One. Let gentleness be seen in every relationship. Boy, we all need to improve on that. Thank you, Dr. Richard Moore, for agreeing with me. <laughs> we all need to be gentle in relationships. Husbands and wives, you've got to be gentle with each other. Parents, you've got to be gentle with your children. Children, obey your parents or you have a board meeting. Praise God. Amen. You're the chairman of the board. I'm doing this because I love you. It's going to hurt me more than you. No, not really. Not really. No. Be, let gentleness be seen in every relationship. For our Lord is ever near. Well, my God, he's on the inside of you. That's how close he is. In you. He's in you. This is great advice right here. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Pulled this way, pulled that way. I don't, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? The decisions, the decisions, the decisions. Am I going to do this? Oh, how am I going to do this? No, I'm going to do this. No, I'm going to do this. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day. So what is he telling us? Be joyful and cheerful through all circumstances in every season of life. The greater one lives on the inside of you. Be gentle toward others. That means tolerant. I mean, listen, if you want God to be tolerant of you, you've got to be tolerant of others. If you want God to be merciful to you, you have to be merciful to others. I mean, you, you, if you need mercy, let me ask this question. How many of y'all need mercy? <laughs> I need mercy. So we've got to be merciful to others. If we're not merciful to others, do, do, can we expect to have mercy toward us? No. No. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day. Well, how can you be saturated in prayer throughout each day? Jude verse 20 says, Beloved, building yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in other tongues. Acts 2.4, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues. Other languages unknown to them. Praying in the Holy Ghost. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 says, pray without ceasing. I think it's 1 Thessalonians 5.7. Pray without ceasing. How do you pray without ceasing? How do you pray all day long? Pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Holy Ghost during the day. 
Be saturated with prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. So in other words, you're thanking Him ahead of time before the answer comes. Then guess what happens? <laughs> the answer comes. So he's, tell, he's telling us the keys of the kingdom. He said, behold, I give to you the keys of the kingdom. So we have the keys to unlock the doors of the blessing of God, the favor of God, the joy of God in our lives. We just got to take those keys, come on now, and unlock the secrets of God's word called revelation. And when we do that, we'll be set free from bondage, from suicide, suicidal thoughts, from giving up the contest, from quitting. Come on, hello, somebody. Tell him every detail of your life. Sit down in your lazy boy chair. Get your coffee and say, God, I want you to come sit on the couch. Would you like to sit on my chair? I'll be glad to. It's my favorite chair. I was at a church one time, and the pastor, I sat down in his lazy boy chair. He got mad at me. He said, you sit on the couch. He's the same guy that asked me to leave his church. And then Sunday morning, the power of God hit him. He was stuck to the floor for two and a half, three hours. Called me on the phone and repented. Then revival hit his church. And this was, this was a place called Altoona, Kansas. Population 250. And he started running 250 people in his church. The youth group went from 12 to 60 in like a month. And we were invited back. <laughs> we're good friends today. But he kicked me out of his church. This is what he told me. This is what he said. He said, listen, he said, I've been watching Pastor Rodney at four in the morning. And he said, you know, there just seems to be some similarities there. And he said, but I can't turn you off. That's what he said to me into my face. I can't turn you off. What? I'm sorry. Stay with depression. Praise God. Amen. Stay with oppression. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those thoughts you don't want to think about. Praise God. Amen. Tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. So in other words, you got to get out of the understanding. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Why is this happening to me? Well, I don't understand. 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 He's like, let peace transcend, overcome that understanding. I don't understand. I don't understand why my deals aren't going through. I don't understand how come I don't get a pay raise. I don't understand how come I'm suffering. I don't understand. I don't understand why I'm going through what I'm going through. Listen, let the God of peace reign and rule beyond human understanding. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. His ways are our ways. But it doesn't say that we can't know his thoughts. It doesn't say we can't know his ways. You can know his thoughts and you can know his ways. It will make answers known to you through Jesus. So always follow peace. Amen. How do you know that if you are in faith, believing God for something, you will have peace and joy? Romans 15, 13 says you have peace and joy in believing. So you can know. Well, I, don't know I just don't know if I'm really in faith or not over that situation. Do you have peace and joy? Yes, I have peace and joy. Well, I just have peace. Well, I got joy about it. I don't have peace. No, you have to have peace and joy. So if you're believing God for something, 
hello, and you're moving towards something, and it doesn't seem to be happening, well, here's the key right here. Be joyous in every situation. Be grateful. Let your request be made to God. Tell God every detail. Don't lean on your own understanding. Lean on His understanding. And the God of peace will give you the answers that you need. Can you say amen? amen? He goes on to say, so keep your thoughts on this. So get your thoughts off the problem. Get your thoughts off the lack. Get your thoughts off all the issues that are going on. Come on now. Hello, somebody. Get your thoughts on all of that. All the stress, the strife, the, how's this going to happen, wringing your hands. Get your thoughts on that, off of that and get your thoughts on this. Keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real and honorable and admirable, beautiful and merciful and kind. And fasten your thoughts on the glorious works of God, praising Him always. Well, what do you mean? Take your thought life and go, you know what? I was in this situation six months ago and God brought me through. And uh, No, God, I was in this situation two years ago and I was trusting God and he brought me through. Man, God is so glorious. He is so faithful. Father, I thank you so much. You've never seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging for bread. Never! Never has he ever seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging for bread. You are his children. He will not forsake you. He will never relax his hold on you. He will not. He will not. Surely he will not leave you nor forsake you or relax his hand on you. Fashion your thoughts, praising God always. Follow the example that we have imparted to you and the God of peace will be with you in all things. Now watch this. He goes on to say that. He prefaced that to say this. My heart overflows with joy when I think how you showed your love to me by your financial support of the ministry. For even though you have so little, you have continued to help me at every opportunity. I'm not telling you this because I'm in need. Watch this. For I've learned to be satisfied in any circumstances. I know what it means to lack and I know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance. For I've been trained in the secret of overcoming all things. And he gave us the key training principles of what he was trained in. To overcome everything. What was that? Cheerful and joyous celebration. Gentleness toward others. Don't be pulled in different directions. Be saturated in prayer throughout the day. Offering faithful requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Telling Him every detail of my life. Then the peace of God that transcends my understanding of what's going on, which I don't particularly like, will reign and rule in my life. There's the secret that Paul discovered. That is good word. That is the secret. When you're faced with all this opposition, you're faced with trials, you're faced with tribulations, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is my strength. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. Listen, if depression gets on you, prime that pump. Ha, 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 ha. Ah, ah, ah. Prime the pump till the water starts to flow. Even if you like, I don't feel like praising. I don't feel like, ha, ha. Ha, ha. Ha, ha. 
The water flows. The water will get away of the squeak. So will the oil. Hebrews chapter 1, the oil of gladness will get rid of the squeaks. So if you're a squeaker in here, get in line. You need some oil. Squeak. Squeak. I didn't know that Dr. Richard could play, you know, a cat. Meow, 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 meow. You see what you missed last night? See, I know. Y'all are wow. Hey, do I play in a cat? You should have been here. Praise God. Amen. I am trained in the secret of overcoming all things, whether in fullness or in hunger. I find that the God strengths Christ's explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty. Every difficulty. Conquer every day. You've so graciously provided for my essential needs during this season of difficulty. For I want you to know that the Philippian church was the only church that supported me in the beginning as I went out to preach the gospel. You were the only church that sowed into me financially. When I was in Thessalonica, you supported me well over a year. I mention this not because I'm requesting a gift, but so that fruit of your generosity may bring you into an abundant reward. That's the reason why I say to you guys, support these ministries. They are soul-winning ministries. They're nation-shaking ministries. Support them. You get the same rewards. I make mention this not because I'm requesting a gift, but so that fruit of your generosity may bring you an abundant reward. I now have all I need, more than enough. I'm abundantly supplied, for I've received the gift that you sent from Epaphrodotius and viewed it as a sweet fragrance perfumed with the fragrance of your faithfulness, which is so pleasing to God. Man, I love God smelling my offering. Somebody ought to put that on Facebook. God loves it. He loves to smell your offering. That $1,000 check. That $5,000 check. Correct me if I'm wrong, but let me read that one more time. I just want to make sure that I'm biblically, doctrinally sound. (laughs) And viewed it as a sweet sacrifice, perfumed with the fragrance of your faithfulness, which is so pleasing to God. Your tithes and offerings. (laughs) What a sweet fragrance. You may not like your neighbor smelling you. But God loves to smell your offering. Just make sure it's not stinky. Hallelujah, glory to God, amen. Make sure it's not stinky. And then Philippians 4.19. See, all that preferences everything to this one verse. Many Christians quote this verse, but they don't do anything that's previous before it. 
My God will supply all my need according to his riches and glory. Hallelujah. You tither? No, I don't believe in that today. <laughs> you give offerings? No, no, no. Every time the bucket comes by, I just put my hand in it. <laughs> I guess if you sow nothing, guess what happens? Yeah, you ain't getting nothing back. Just don't take anything out or make change. Please, just don't, just don't do that. <laughs> I got, a, I got a $20 bill. Let me see here. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on one second. Security will start watching you. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm, I'm making change. <laughs> you mean if you don't give the whole 20 I'll be missing out on McDonald's. Let me stop before I get carried away. Praise God. Amen. If you need an offering envelope, raise, lift your hand or seat in front of you. There's an offering envelope. Oh, please don't get to heaven and be shocked. <laughs> Heaven's going to shock a whole heck of a lot of people. Oh, <laughs> Learn the principles while you're on the earth so that you don't have to go to room 107. Room 107, how to drink from the Spirit. Room 101, how to give financially. Room 102, how to dance in the Holy Ghost. Room, <laughs> you don't want to be in those rooms. Praise God. No, you want to go right into the sanctuary. Amen, because you already know how to give, and you know how to dance, and you know how to drink. You just want to enter right into the sanctuary. Don't have to take, walk by faith, not by sight. Room 107, don't, don't, want, to live, don't want to be in that room. Yeah, skip that room. I feel a sneeze coming on. <laughs> okay, praise God. Amen. <laughs> May God empower me to prosper. You know, when you say bless you, it means power to him prosper. Yeah. See, I'm preaching on prosperity and God just empowered me. Praise God. Amen. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. Lift your offering toward heaven if you would, please. Father, we thank you for the gift and the giver. And as we plant seed into the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, many souls will be won because of it. And Father, let this offering be a sweet-smelling sacrifice, a fragrance that's so pleasing to you. Because, Lord, it's by faith and only faith. And everything we do is faith that pleases you. So, Father, those that need jobs, they get better jobs. Those that need promotions, get promotions. Those that need, you know, businesses or business to expand and increase. Lord, thank you for creative ideas. Thank you for those that have a heart to go into business. Business. Show them how to tap into the world system to transfer the wealth of the wicked to the righteous. Satan, we bind you in the name of Jesus. God's word says that we have the ability to do that. Whatever we bind on earth will be bound. Whatever's loosed will be loosed. So right now we bind you and your demon cohorts from stealing, killing, and destroying in the area of finances of God's chosen people. And right now we loose ministering angels. Go forth and influence the wealth of the wicked to be transferred to us. And we love you and bless you and praise you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen.